Welcome to Seize the Day with me, your host, Anna Friedson-Jor. On each episode, I invite you to seize the day with me as we'll chat about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but in a way that applies to everyone, not just the people that originally coined that phrase. Through a cerebral, cultural, and cosmic lens, we'll take a lighthearted look into society and ourselves. Settle in and let's carpe that diem. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I feel a bit overwhelmed by the tasks that I have to do that day. Botanic Tonics is a feel-good wellness tonic and healthy productivity enhancer featuring kava and other ancient plants from the South Pacific and Southeast Asia. As a part of my morning routine, I'll take a sip of my Botanic Tonics to help me feel a little less stressed and a little more sunny. As a disclaimer, botanic tonics should not be used as a sole method for reducing anxiety and instead should be used in addition to whatever method of anxiety relief you find most beneficial, whether it's meditation, exercise, therapy, journaling, etc. For more information, including how to properly and safely consume this product, check out botanictonics.com. And if you'd like me to send you two free sample bottles, message me via email or Instagram, both located in the episode notes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Seize the Day. Today, I am going to share with you how I, quote unquote, seize the day right from the moment I open my eyes in the morning. Establishing a morning routine is something that I am relatively new at and have undergone a lot of trials and tribulations, but I want to talk about what parts of it have seemed to work for me, and if you have been looking to establish a morning routine, hopefully you can get inspired from this episode and create a routine that works for you. Ever since I joined the professional working world, My morning routine looked a lot like this. I would wake up, lie in bed for a little bit, think about what I had to do today, and with any office job that I've had, thinking about what I had to do today looked a lot more like stressing about what I had to do today. And then I would get out of bed, get ready for work, and head out. To a lot of you, this may sound like your current routine, and it might be working for you. If so, that's fantastic. But for me, over time, I started to experience some unpleasant feelings in the morning, but I couldn't quite pinpoint where it was originating from. I eventually discovered a couple of things that were working against me in regards to my routine. For starters, I've always woken up with just enough time to get ready for work and not a moment more. Waking up in the morning can be hard, and I wanted to savor every single minute in bed that I could before having to get up. For my current job, I have to be at my desk by 9 a.m., so I would wake up at 8.20, 8.30 a.m., which gives me just enough time to get ready. For those of you thinking, wow, that's cutting it really close, I don't have a commute to my job, so these 30 to 40 minutes are purely for getting ready. 
A couple of years ago, I had a conversation with a former boss of mine who shared with me that he starts his day at 6 a.m. every morning, even though he doesn't have to start working until 9 a.m. I thought that was ridiculous. Why would anyone wake up hours earlier than they need to be awake? He told me that these first hours of the day are purely for him. He eats a nice and relaxing breakfast. He reads. Honestly, I can't remember what else he said he did. But the point was that this time was for him and him only. At the time, this information sort of went in one ear and out the other until years later when I found myself reassessing my morning routine and I realized that my boss was on to something. Having a healthy work-life balance is really a top priority for me, but I've realized recently that the focus of my work-life balance has always been on how I spent my time after work. I've always been diligent about making sure that I don't stay late in the office, having a robust social life on evenings and weekends, and not responding to work emails outside of work hours. I touched upon this a little bit in my first episode about happiness chemicals, but I also try to be very deliberate about my lunch breaks. Ideally, I like to get away from the office for my breaks. I need my breaks to feel like I'm truly not working to the point that I physically don't want to see any reminders of work. However, it seems that for some people, not all people of course, The morning is when the brain is the most alert and productivity is at its highest. Now, if you have insomnia or you stay out late on weeknights or you don't have any kind of an evening wind down routine in place, waking up at 6 a.m. probably isn't going to work for you. With my current job, staying out late on weekdays makes for an absolutely miserable work day the next day because my current job is very mentally and emotionally demanding. Being tired greatly affects my work performance in a way that is noticeable to everyone, so I usually have quiet and early evenings, which in turn allows an earlier morning routine to take place. So... What is my morning routine? Well, before I tell you, let me preface it by saying that my routine focuses on what is important to me and yours should too. If you are trying to wake up at 4 a.m. and do a bunch of things that you don't actually care for, but you saw an Instagram influencer do them, then don't do it. I think there is a little bit of shaming that goes on if you aren't waking up before the crack of dawn and essentially finding the cure for cancer all before 9 a.m. I think the most important thing about a morning routine is that you are doing things that are solely meant to benefit you and you only. So waking up early to get some extra work done for your job is not a morning routine. In my opinion, that's just you giving even more of your precious time and energy to your boss or the company that you work for. Ideally, nothing about your morning routine should be related to work except if you are your own boss because you know for a fact that every minute that you spend working for yourself benefits you. So for my morning routine, I try, emphasis on try, uh, to wake up 10 minutes before the sunrise, which is currently rising at 6.35 a.m. When I wake up, I chug some water to help me wake up, 
throw on a hoodie and sweatpants and walk to the beach, uh, which is a five minute walk from where I live. Uh, Once I get to the beach, I sit on the sand and I listen to a recording of self affirmations and I repeat the affirmations out loud while gazing at the sun rising over the water. Uh, And for those of you who might not be familiar with self-affirmations, these are positive phrases uh, about oneself that you repeat out loud to help help, increase your self-confidence. So um, for example, saying things like, I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am enough, I am intelligent. Um, You can also say self-affirmations for specific areas of your life. So um, if you are trying to get into a better money mindset, for example, you can say things like, I have more than enough money to do all of the things I want to do. My life is abundant. I enjoy multiple streams of income flowing to me. So these affirmations are meant to essentially change your mindset into one that aligns with whatever your personal goals might be. Um, And so I'll be honest, it is a little bit weird for me to talk about this uh, because this is a little bit of a vulnerable thing for me, but listening to these self-affirmations is a personal area of self-development that I am working on because I am a person who seeks external validation a little bit too much. And I actually don't think I have ever said that out loud. Um, it's something that I've known for a while. Uh, it took a while for me to even admit it to myself on the inside. And so saying out out loud, it it sounds weird hearing it, but it's true. Um, so instead of looking to others to validate me, I am working on receiving that validation from within. So at first it felt really weird to say all of these empowering things about myself out loud. And I realized it's because even though I've always seen myself as someone who loves themselves, maybe I haven't loved myself on a deeper level. These sunrise sessions are like being on a morning date with myself and they're really quite nice. Uh, So a couple of minutes before 7 a.m., I'll walk back to my place and at 7, I put on some morning chill music, pull out my laptop, and I start working on scripts for future podcast episodes. Making this podcast is a true passion project of mine as I see it as an outlet for me to express my opinions on a variety of life topics that I was never really successful in doing through other methods such as journaling. I have also found that whenever I try to sit down and work on my podcast scripts during other parts of the day, it's very hit or miss, and I can usually only script some quality content if I'm feeling inspired in the moment. However, I have noticed that every time I script in the morning, I'm full of ideas, which makes sense because I tend to experience my strongest moments of intelligence, memory, and inspiration around 6, 7 a.m., which I like to call the witching hour. 
so after working on this for about 45 minutes to an hour, I'll go and get some breakfast and eat it while catching up on text messages with friends. Today, I think I'll only be able to catch up with one friend because between last night when I went to bed and when I woke up this morning, she has sent me 37 messages. I think I know what they're about, but I'm very curious to see, uh, to see anyways. Now, I'd be lying if I said that I stuck to this routine every single weekday. There are quite a few mornings where I hit the snooze button and go back to sleep until 8.30, except for the fact that I don't actually go back to sleep fully. Instead, I fall into this half-asleep state filled with anxiety about what to expect at work today. So when my alarm goes off at 6.25 a.m., I try to remind myself, Anna Freed, you can stay in bed if you want, but you already know this is going to lead to anxiety. Or you can get up and have an enjoyable morning where you're doing things that decrease your anxiety. I won't speak for everyone, but personally, I don't always choose things that benefit me in the long run because that's where I'm comfortable. But a better way of living lies just beyond our comfort zone. True growth is figuring out how to get there. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you like what you've heard, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Also, don't forget to leave a positive review if you really like what you've heard. Now go and make the most of your day.